Isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? Isn't she beautiful? <laughs> and we are bombarded a lot in the world, aren't we, with beautiful people, successful people, elite athletes, high achievers. But something I've noticed in the last few years, and I've lived on the planet a really long time, is the appreciation of people who are really good at what they do has become a little less uh, appropriate, uh, and I, I can't think of the right word. Uh, it seems that we have become to, or we're becoming more celebratory. How's that for a big word? We celebrate, or we uh, we're aiming to appreciate uh, that there are average people in the world, and of course there always are. But I'll, I'll rephrase that. I think everybody's got a genius. What do you think? I think everybody's good at something. Everybody deep down inside us has something that we're passionate about, that we could be good at, that we've got a, an, it's, it, it, we've got a, uh, a gift, we've got a talent to be able to do. Now, some people appreciate that gift and that talent and they get disciplined or they are disciplined, they become more skilled at that particular talent and they become uh, successful and high achievers. Other people have a gift or a talent, they don't do anything with it, so one could say that it's wasted. Other people, uh, they've been told their whole life that they're not good at what they do, so, or, or they can't be good at anything, so is it possible there are people who never find their gift or their talent, because they just don't believe that they've got one, or they've been told that they haven't got one? And then are there people who have one, but they're just lazy and undisciplined, so they don't do anything with it, so nothing ever become, or nothing ever happens with it? And the reason I'm asking the question is because I've lived on the planet such a long time, uh, things like being on a magazine cover or winning a grand final or winning a, a grand slam of tennis or uh, being exceptional at school, like being the smartest person in the school or the, the ducks of the university or the, the, the highest achievers in the world were a reason to appreciate discipline, commitment, focus and I had a great understanding through my whole schooling not that I went to school for very long but my life has been all about if you put in the hard work and if you're disciplined and if you're committed but most importantly if you do something that you're passionate about then you can achieve and you can achieve at the top level for your particular gift for your particular talent for your particular mastery and the interesting word with that or the interesting psychology behind the word mastery is there's not too many experts in the world that disagree. They will say that anybody can become a master at something. If you do something for 10,000 hours, you'll get good at it. Even if you don't have a, an inborn DNA genetic skill to do something, uh, you can get good at it. Now, one of the interesting things, though, is being beautiful. And that's just, to me, something that's to be appreciated. So if somebody's born beautiful, and my husband and I joke about this all the time because I'm the one that picks out the beautiful women and point them out to him. Uh, look at that gorgeous woman. And I just appreciate beauty. Uh, and this is, I don't even know how to put this without being politically incorrect, but I do that when I see a beautiful dog or a beautiful flower or a beautiful sunset I just say, look at that. I appreciate beautiful things. I really appreciate beautiful things. I'm thankful for beautiful things in my life. 
So when I see a beautiful human being, male or female, I will go, wow, look at that person. They're beautiful. Look at that gorgeous man. And I don't just look at and tell my husband that. I go and tell the person as well. So uh, I just had an example recently where somebody came to do some work at my house. Gorgeous looking man. And that was the first thing I said to him. Aren't I privileged today that this gorgeous looking man's come to my home? And it's interesting to watch how people... Uh, react or respond to compliments because a lot of people are very uncomfortable with compliments. I wish we weren't. I wish everybody was just appreciative of the gift that they've been given. And isn't that a gift that you're beautiful? That's not something you can even train. Uh, the artists will tell you or the people that study symmetry or the, the, the engineers or the designers will tell you that that's a perfect face or that's a perfect room or that's a perfect garden because of the way that the symmetry works. Uh, and there are just some people that we could all agree on and we just say, wow, that person is stunningly beautiful. Now, that's also something you might say, well, I think she's stunningly beautiful, but she doesn't think, no, rephrase, she probably doesn't think because there's so many beautiful people in the world that have such low self-esteem, which I still can't understand because isn't that something you just appreciate and say, wow, I'm so privileged that I've been given this beautiful face or this this beautiful body or if I'm an elite athlete, I've been given the, the right limb length or the right... Uh, muscle definition or whatever it is that we've been given. So there's a difference between our genetics and DNA and there's, and what we could actually train and work for. And then we have a combination where you can take skill, sorry, you can take DNA and genetics and, and gift and talent and apply that to skill and discipline. And now you get some serious world champions. You get people who are really good at what they do. So do we, do we celebrate that? Because everybody's got their own genius. Everybody's got their own skill, talent, gift. Do we celebrate that or do we try and make everybody the same? And that's something that I've watched very carefully as, again, I look look back over my life. Uh, We used to celebrate, for example, uh, beautiful women on magazine covers. I'll just use that as an example. Because the discipline and the commitment and the focus it takes, and if you've never done this, before you criticise it, do it one time. Uh, it takes a lot to look like a supermodel. And there's a lot of argument, and, and I, I just don't understand this, there's a lot of argument about, yes, they Photoshop it, and that's not what she really looks like, or his muscles really aren't that big, and that's not really him. But the person that they originally started with, they chose that person for a reason. And yes, they doctored the photo. But could we not appreciate and not discriminate against somebody that's beautiful, somebody that has a beautiful body, somebody that has a God-given gift? And then if somebody applies discipline, focus and commitment to their God-given gift and they become really good at what they do, can we celebrate that or do we have to discriminate against that? Uh, I just, it's, I'm only asking the questions now because I, I'm hearing a lot and I get bombarded every day with social media the same as you do. I don't open it. People send me stuff to my email. I'm one of these old-fashioned people that I work on email and that's it. I don't do any other social media. Uh, everything that, that uploads onto social media for me, uh, my gorgeous husband does that. And there's a reason for that. Uh, I don't like seeing people being criticised. And one of the things that's really interesting is that, yes, social media is great for praising people and making them feel good and look at what you've done and look at what you've achieved. But have you noticed there's always the negative? It doesn't matter how good somebody is at something, there's always somebody that says something nasty. I use an example. I had the privilege of going to the Oprah Winfrey show in Chicago to her studio. And uh, before we went in to, to uh, watch the show, we were uh, talking to the producer 
and the producer shared with us that two really interesting things. One is that Oprah Winfrey every day on average when she was on television would get, on average, so some days many more, 100,000 negative messages via email, social media of people that didn't like her. Now, she got millions more positive, but at least 100,000 every day people didn't like her. Now, she was one of the most highly acclaimed uh, talk show hosts in the world, arguably, the most watched, certainly, and the wealthiest, definitely, uh, and yet the most criticised, 100,000 people every day. The other really interesting thing is that every time she lost weight, the ratings would go down. Now, that's not my, again, I'm not pulling that story out of my bum. That came from the producer of the Oprah Winfrey show, that every time she lost weight, every time she got into great shape, which wasn't very often, but every so often she would do something and the ratings would go down. It was like people wanted her to be a bigger person because I don't know. Did it make them feel good? Did they think that she was losing weight for the wrong reasons? I don't know. Uh, is it possible that we sell it? We are beginning to celebrate uh, or we're wanting people to not push themselves, be disciplined, be focused, be committed. Now, I'm only asking the question, and I'm not asking the question for adults, I'm asking the question for our kids. Uh, is it possible that human nature, something that we have no control over, is that we are competitive? Are there people in the world who can't be average? They don't want to be average. They want to stand out from the crowd. They want to be unique and different, and they want to be this, this, the gift that they've been given. They want to keep getting better at it. So there are... Uh, football players and tennis players and race car drivers and and it doesn't or pick any sport doesn't matter who they're people who just want to keep getting better uh, they don't want to run an average speed they want to keep getting faster they don't want to be an average footballer they want to keep getting better uh, do we celebrate that or do we criticize it and you only have to and I use one of my favorites is Cristiano Ronaldo uh, he has a I don't know if you have anything at read anything about him or seen anything to do with him, but he's a really driven young man. Uh, and he has, well, people have created websites, hate Cristiano Ronaldo websites. They've actually gone to the trouble of creating a website to put hateful stuff about him on the media and social media. We don't like him because, and they pick on the way he dresses and the, and the things that he says and the way that he speaks and, and all sorts of things. Uh, and yet this young man is highly driven, constantly striving to get better and better. Uh, do we celebrate that or do we, or do we criticise it? Now, I can't stop what other people do, but I do have an interesting question to ask. If we're criticising other people for either the beauty they were born with or the, the gift they were given or the skills that they have or the skills that they have developed because of discipline, focus and commitment, if we're criticising them, pulling them down, saying negative things about them, what does that say about us? And more importantly, what would it do to us? So somebody that starts a website for all the reasons why I hate Cristiano Ronaldo, what's happening to their headspace? And there's that great question. Every minute, every second that I waste pulling somebody else down, doesn't that mean that that's a minute wasted on me getting better at what I do? And I always use this analogy. You can have the tallest building by building the building and being disciplined, focused, and commitment to having the tallest building, or you can buy a bulldozer and knock all the other buildings down, and then your little building will be the biggest. 
uh, and that's a, a fairy story from a long time ago, but I think it's a really important analogy. Are we aiming to get better at what we do? Are we? Do we have a God-given gift, skill, or whoever you believe in, uh, gift, skill, talent, uh, special DNA, and we, we keep getting better and better, or do we try and fit in with the crowd and be average and ordinary, or are we disrespectful of the gift that we've been given and we don't do anything with it, and worse, we criticize people that have a gift. That's uh, what I ask about beautiful people. Uh, if you have been given a beautiful face or a beautiful body or a combination of both, are you looking after it? And there's a lot of people who I think are beautiful, and I've said, you're absolutely gorgeous, and they go, no, I'm not. And they, they actually have shared with me, this is not a gift I've been given, it's a curse because people pick on me. And I use women as an example particularly because most of the women in my life that I have have been absolutely stunningly gorgeous, whether it's been in school or business or sport or any arena I've been in, they'll all share the same story that for a lot of women being beautiful is not a gift. It's, it's horrible because other women are really nasty to them because they're jealous that they're so beautiful. So I'll just put all of that aside and ask a really personal question. Who are you? What do you stand for? What are your unique gifts and talents? And are you making the most of them? Do you have to? Of course not. But how would our kids know? And I always put a but there for this reason. If we've got children who have got a talent, a skill, a gift, great genetics, good DNA, how would they know they can do anything with that if they don't have examples of that? And that's one of the things I love. Again, I'll use Cristiano Ronaldo. Does a little soccer player in a, in a third world country, a little boy or girl, know that they can become a world-class soccer player? The answer is yes, because he's the living, breathing example of it, and he's been doing it for a long time. He's committed, disciplined, focused. He trains really hard. He's constantly aiming to get better. So he now sets an example, and we know that he does for millions of kids there are some, I've, and I've heard fathers and mothers say this, oh, he's just a, a pompous ass, arrogant footballer and we don't want you to be like that. What's that saying about us when we pull other people down, when we say negative things about other people? What if we just forget about what's going on out there, appreciate, and this is an interesting thing about discrimination, isn't it? Isn't the word discrimination means that we are negative about difference? And I know there's lots of different versions, but if that was, if we could t take that on board for just a second, discrimination is I'm being negative about somebody that's different to me. Why would I do that? <laughs> They're not even me. They're different to me. Why would I? Why would I do? Why would I say anything negative about them? I use some extremes. I don't like smoking. I don't like being around smoke, and I don't. I don't have any friends that smoke, but I would fight to the death, literally, for people's right to smoke because that's who they are and that's what they've chosen to do. I don't, uh, there's political persuasions that I don't agree with and there's religions that I don't understand and there's diets and exercises that don't make any sense to me. But if that's what people want to do, then I, I respect that everybody has the right to do that. I don't want people to tell me what to do. I don't want to tell other people what to do. Wouldn't it be nice if we were just, we lived our life, uh, we did the best for us every day. What if we aim to get better every day? And you don't have to do that, of course, but I always ask what about our kids? If you've got kids or you are a, a coach, a pastor, a teacher, a leader, somebody that's in, the, in, a, in a role model position, how would our, the people who are, who are watching us how, as a role model, how would they know that they can do the things that they want to do if we're not living that as a, as a living, breathing example? So 
before something comes out of your mouth, this is a really important question, and it's, I'm not asking you the question, I always ask myself this question every day, and I'll go a step further. The thoughts that I think and the words that come out of my mouth and the actions that I produce, am I proud of them? Would I want kids to use my life, my words, my thoughts, my actions as an example of what they can do, or would I be embarrassed? If I'm writing nasty things about a supermodel that's beautiful, if I'm saying negative, horrible things about an elite athlete, if I'm pulling a business down because it's successful, what does that say about me? I can say whatever I want, you can say whatever you want, but what are we telling our own headspace if we're saying negative things about other people? And I use that discrimination again. If I say something negative about somebody that's different to me, what's that actually saying about me? So I'm just going to plant all of those seeds. I don't have any answers for any of that, and I certainly don't have any answers for um, should we have gorgeous women on magazine covers or should we have uh, not gorgeous women on, on, on magazine covers? Should we have overweight athletes uh, uh, talking to our kids about being healthy, fit and strong, or shouldn't we? They're all arguments that I get bombarded with every single day. Uh, and I get angry parents who say to me, somebody came to our school and talked to our kids about health and fitness, but they were overweight and they were unhealthy and I saw them smoking in the car. And then other parents who say to me, isn't it awesome that an athlete came to our school today and they were overweight and they, uh, they're, they're not very healthy and then we saw them smoking in the car, but they're just a normal person. And they're all questions that I don't have answers to. And I don't have the right to have an opinion. I'll rephrase. We all have the right to have an opinion. I don't share my opinion. I'm just asking the question. Who are you? What do you stand for? What are your core values? And everything that you do, what's the consequence of it? So as you say something, how will that affect somebody else? Do you care? Uh, if you're thinking negative thoughts, how will that affect you? Do you care? And if we want our kids to grow up in a beautiful world where people are respectful of each other, do we need to be the living example of being respectful of whether people are underweight or overweight, whether people are beautiful or unattractive. And that's really interesting because that's just surely that's in the eye of the beholder. Uh, should we be understanding of people who are successful versus people who are unsuccessful? Somebody, and what is that? What does that even mean? And I'm going to give you this great story that I love to share. I, I was out running on down the Gold Coast in Australia, right at the end of the spit, at the end of the Gold Coast. And uh, there was a guy sitting in, in his combi van and he was reading the newspaper and he had two beautiful dogs, German Shepherds, sitting in front of the combi van and he was reading the paper and the sun was shining, beautiful day. And he looked really happy. So I went over to him and I said, look, I really appreciate happy, positive people and you look incredibly happy. Tell me about you. And uh, he had a big smile on his face and when I asked the question, the smile got even bigger and he said, yep, yeah, I'm bloody happy. I've just got a divorce and I've lost everything which I love because what a great attitude. He said, yes, I've lost my wife. I've lost every penny. The only thing I own is this combi van and I got to keep my dogs. He said, I'm off on a trip around Australia. I'm going to get odd jobs picking fruit and, and farming and working in a pub. He said, but I just love being by myself. I'm the happiest I've ever been and my dogs are the best friends I've ever had. See, to me, that is success because he's doing what he loves to do and he's got a great attitude. So this thing about why do we measure, and I always ask this question, why do we measure wealth with money? Uh, surely we're wealthy if we're healthy. Surely we're wealthy if we've got, and I think having beautiful puppy dogs is the ultimate gift to, to, be, to be given to your life because it's unconditional love. 
if you're privileged like me and you have a great relationship with a person, uh, if you've got good friends, you know, I'll get a bit caught up in that. I've got 27,000 Facebook friends. I'm not talking about those friends. I'm talking about the people that, and here's a great definition I was shared by a business, one of my favorite business philosophers, James Ryan. He said, there are some people that if you're in trouble, they would come and rescue you and they would do everything to rescue you. The other people in your life are the ones that would say, oh, where have you been and welcome back, we missed you, but didn't care that you were missing. Uh, so how many of those friends have you got, people that if you're in really deep trouble, that they would actually do everything to help you? Uh, how many of those people do you have? And most importantly, because uh, I feel privileged that, yes, I know that my husband would, my husband would die for me, I know that. Uh, but ultimately, he knows the same. I would do the same for him. And there's this great quote I love about relationships. I'm going to become the best person that I can be for me every day so I keep getting better. My partner, could you be the best person for you and keep getting better every day so that we can be there for each other because we're tough, strong, powerful, passionate, positive people? Uh, I hate that expression, um, I'm your other half or uh, you complete me or together we make every, you know, together we're perfect, all that I don't like that because I think two individual people coming together and, and with a vision and a drive towards the future is much more exciting than two people that complete each other. That's just a, an interesting thing to consider. Who are you? What do you stand for? What are your core values? Do you appreciate everything that you have? And whether that's because you're beautiful or... And, I, and I'm going to give you one last thing to consider. I am married to the, one of the most competitive people I know. He's the best winner. He's the most humble, respectful, gorgeous loser. He's really good at what he does, and he's been really good at what he does for his entire life. So he's been Australian kickboxing champion. He's, at the moment, uh, more than 30 times world champion, gold medalist in, in martial arts. Uh, he's got a master's degree in exercise science. He's one of the funniest men I've ever met. He's really intelligent and really smart. He's a really gorgeous, gorgeous man. Uh, yes, to attract that kind of person into your life, who do you need to be? You know, if I was lazy, undisciplined, didn't have a sense of humor and didn't like to learn and study, I'm sure that I wouldn't have attracted such a gorgeous man into my life. But uh, I have different skills, talents, genetics, uh, uh, mastery, and uh, different goals and dreams than my husband. Uh, just because somebody's good at something and you're not good at what they're good at doesn't mean that you're not good. Would that be fair? I'm not good at martial arts. I don't want to do martial arts. It's not my thing. But I don't watch what he does and go, oh, he's just so good at that and I'm so terrible. I look at what he does and I go, isn't it awesome that I've got a husband that's, that's a mature man who's a world champion and he's an elite athlete and he's really good at what he does. And I'm really proud of what I do because I've got a different set of skills. I've got a different genetics, different DNA, different mastery, different intelligence. And we've all got different intelligences. It could be music, it could be writing, it could be singing, it could be business, it could be sport, it could be just hand-eye coordination, it could be your ability to critically think. We've all got a different gift, a different talent, a different skill. And isn't it interesting that we're all different so discrimination comes from I'm being negative about your difference to me. So wouldn't it be nice if we didn't discriminate about or against anything, whether it's gender or skin colour or beauty or business or sport? How about we just be a beautiful person every day and like who we are? I'll go a step further. What if we love who we are? Would it be 
easier then to appreciate all the other beautiful things in the world? Just some great questions to put out there. Because, isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? Isn't she beautiful? And aren't there beautiful, gorgeous men, women, children, and a combination of all of those in the world? And wouldn't it be nice if we appreciated them? Thank you for coming to Romax. May you live your life to the max because you love who you are and you are appreciative and respectful of all other people. Woohoo! I feel good. Na 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 na. I knew that I would now.